Hello, and welcome to Filled with His Love. You know, I just finished reading a book entitled Awe, A-W-E, The New Science of Everyday Wonder and How It Can Transform Your Life. Interesting book. I'll be sharing a few insights from it in upcoming episodes. But today, I want to clarify my own belief about what it means to experience divine awe, or what we might call a spiritual experience, revelation, or inspiration. Spiritual experiences grow out of faith, but faith is not an amorphous emotion. It's not an aimless feeling. It's an undeniable swelling inside our soul that leads us to action. And that action is always aimed at helping God's children because we don't have faith in just anything. We have faith in the Savior. As President Oaks once said, the first principle of the gospel is not faith. The first principle of the gospel is faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. In John 14 and 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So sometimes people wonder whether they are having a positive emotion, an awe experience, as it says in the book, or whether they are feeling the Spirit. We might be perplexed at times, but this is actually quite simple. How do we recognize the promptings of the Spirit? President Gordon B. Hinckley counseled us to read Moroni 7 and 13. This, this verse says, But behold, that which is of God inviteth and enticeth to do good continually. Wherefore, everything which inviteth and enticeth to do good, and to love God, and to serve Him, is inspired of God. And then President Hinckley said, quote, That's the test. When all is said and done, does it persuade one to do good, to rise, to stand tall, to do the right thing, to be kind, to be generous? Then it is of the Spirit of God. President Hinckley's counsel parallels so closely that of Paul in the book of Romans. In chapters 12 to 16, Paul defines what it means to be a saint, a follower of Jesus Christ. And in the midst of all of his injunctions to do good, he says in verse 17, quote, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. In other words, the kingdom of God is not about the mortal things of eating and drinking, it's about the Spirit the Holy Ghost. This verse is so well placed in the middle of all Paul's counsel to the saints to live righteously, to do good, to rise and stand tall, as President Hinckley said, to do the right thing, to be kind and generous. So spirituality in its highest sense is not simply feeling inspired or joyful. It's a prompting to follow the Savior, to do as He did, to reach out to others and serve Him, because He is the source of our spiritual life. When Jesus appeared after His resurrection on the shores of Galilee, He asked Peter, Do you love me? And you know the rest. He asked him three times, and Peter answered three times, Yea, Lord, I love thee. Then what did the Savior say? Then feed my sheep. Drop the fishing lines on the shore Go preach the gospel. Do what disciples do. Disciples worry about more than just eating and drinking. 
They worry about helping God's children. As Arthur Henry King once said, one of the mistakes we make over and over again in life is to go directly for the things we think are important. But if we aim at self-fulfillment, we shall never be fulfilled. If we aim at education, we shall never become educated. If we aim at salvation, we shall never be saved. These things are indirect, supreme results of doing something else. And the something else is service. It is righteousness. It is trying to do the right thing, the thing that needs to be done at each moment. I might add, if we aim at feeling the Spirit, we may never feel the Spirit. What we need to aim at is following the Savior, doing what He would have us do at each moment. And as Peter learned, what he wants us to do at each moment is feed his sheep, help his children. And there are times when the sheep that needs feeding is ourselves, when we do things that help us overcome an addiction or even a slightly bad habit. We are also feeding God's children because we are one of his children. The power of what Paul was teaching the early saints and what President Hinckley has taught us in the modern day is that if we want to feel God working inside us, then we need to do the work of God, the work that He wants us to do. It is the doing of His will that He fills us with His love. It is in following His example that we are prompted by His Spirit. We don't just have faith, we have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. We have faith that when we are on His errand, as President Monson used to say, we will have His help. We will experience spiritual uplift. We will be strengthened by the power of the Lord's atonement. A saint is not someone who meditates all day waiting to feel God's Spirit. A saint is one who follows the Savior's example by doing what the Lord wants us to do, no matter how imperfectly we might do it. In Romans 12 and 2, we read, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So you might say, well, how do I know what God wants me to do if I don't get inspired before I do it, before I act? It's a good question. Here's my take. We all know the difference between a good action and an action that is not so good. Those not-so-good actions are usually motivated by selfishness. You know, when we let our own selfish motives overtake us. But good actions are usually other-focused. What can I do to help my child who is struggling in school? Or how can I be a better spouse? The minute we ask ourselves these questions, the questions that lead us to good action, we draw near to the Lord. And we know that when we draw near to Him, even for a split second, He will draw near to us. It's like a heavenly, eternal law. And the instant that He draws near, we will experience a sense of spiritual direction, because we are doing what He would have us do. We are following His will, rather than our own selfish desire. When we make our will God's will, we say what He wants us to say and do what He wants done. And the more we try to do His will, the more He prompts us to keep going, keep doing, and keep trying. Because He is the source of our spiritual strength. 
He is the source of all that is good, wholesome, and pure. He is the source of the love we feel one for another and for our heavenly parents. My strong conviction is that as we do all in our meager mortal power, and sometimes it seems so meager, but as we do all in our meager mortal power to follow him, he will lift us up, he will inspire us, and he will expand our capacity to love and to serve. This is how we can be filled with his love. It's been good to be with you, and I hope to see you next time.